the stairs. Tell him to quit it. Well, quit it. <laughs> Can, can well, we start this when you guys edit? Can we start the episode with him going, Let me say our titties? <laughs> I would if he was talking into the mic. Oh, fuck uh, it. We start now. Well, oh, no, we start when I think we start. We're rolling, God baby. Dang. We're rolling. God dang it. God damn, damn it, Bobby. Bobby. I swear to God. Drink your soda. Drink your soda. You're not leaving. Whenever you leave, you don't come back. I ain't coming back. I leave, I ain't coming back. Last time you left, you went and punched your kid's tooth out. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's whatever. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you're going to give her $10 for each tooth, dog. Yeah, that's expensive as Hell fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to knock out some of my teeth? <laughs> <laughs> I got a breathalyzer to pay for. Hey. hey. Oh, yeah, dude. I was, I was breaking that down for Corey yesterday. She's like, <laughs> damn. She's like, still better than house arrest. I was like, hell yeah. 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 You ready to open it up? Yeah. Welcome to the Teen Junkies podcast. My name is Nick. And my name is Chris. Today we're here at the Voice of Nautilus. How are you guys? Good. Oh, pretty good, man. You guys want to go around, introduce yourselves, tell us what you play? Oh, me first. All right, uh, I'm Brian. I play drums. I'm Tyrell. I'm the vocalist. But so glad to finally have you on the show, by the way. Yeah, right? <laughs> I finally can stop shamelessly promoting Nautilus and actually talk about Nautilus. My name is Patrick. I play guitar. And I'm Devin. I also play guitar. I'm still not convinced this is a real band. I know. I'm still. <laughs> These are the guys I hired to come pretend to be my <laughs> band today. Actor portrayals. <laughs> you didn't think you'd make it this far. <laughs> I had to really. It's crunch time. I had to like find a homeless guy on the side of the street and was like, dude, I'm going to dress you up. I'll clean you up a little bit. <laughs> Give you some banties. Your name's yeah. Patrick. Okay. Patrick. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. Well, anyways, the first question we'd like to ask our guest is. Do you think Tarzan was a virgin before he met Jane, or was he clapping gorilla cheeks? <laughs> Definitely clapping gorilla He's cheeks. Clapping gorilla sure. cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Human nature, bro. No, no, no. That's one. How dare you disgrace the Disney brand like that? But you know he was. They disgraced themselves with a new Star Wars trilogy. Oh, yeah. damn. Hey, I like Sorry, the bringing Wars. down the whole mood. Sorry. No, you don't. <laughs> I do. I, do. I hate uh, The Last Jedi. I hated that Me movie. as well. Really? Yeah. All right. I actually thought that was, well, I'm, I'm the opposite way. I was like, at least The Last Jedi was original content. I know. Force right. Awakens was just retelling of retelling the, the same hope. story the first time they made Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know shit about Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. I like Kylo Ren as a character. I think he's very fascinating. So. No, That's Kyle actually Kyle. not the first question we like to ask here on the Toon Junkies podcast. The first one we actually ask is, what was the first concert you ever attended? Um, if I was in the womb in a nine-inch... <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not in the womb. I mean, if you remember... That's, yeah, if you remember, then... I don't remember it. Uh, no, the, <laughs> the first actual concert I went to was a Tool concert. Wow. Yeah. Are you excited for the new album? Um, I kind of fell off their bandwagon. Yeah. Do you want me to name 13 amazing things that took less time to make than the <laughs> new two albums? <laughs> Notre Dame Cathedral. <laughs> the, yeah, the painting and system. Wait, burning Shackle. down or being built? Oh. Being built. Oh, shit. There's a, like, a, I think it's like King Henry VIII's reign. Yeah. Like, his whole era is longer or is shorter, shorter than, than the time weight. it took. Yeah. Damn. It's not going to be that good. King Tut. Comparatively. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Well, first concert I went with was my dad. Uh, we went to see Kiss, Blue Oyster Cult, <gasps> Ted Nugent, and Skid Row. Dang. So that was pretty fucking cool. Hell it was in yeah. Cleveland, Ohio, too. So there's like 40,000 people there. Oh, so. my gosh. Hell yeah. yeah. That's, That's a good one. Cool, man. That's really cool. For me, I went and saw Cake, Aragon, and Chicago. That's Ooh, my favorite people. venue is Aragon, Chicago. It's Aragon, like, like the ceiling's all like muraled out. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was fucking amazing. This is before anyone knew that their drummer was a pedo bear, though. But, <laughs> he's going the distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ew, don't do that. Um, that my contest. first concert was in Kokomo with August Burns Red, The Contortionist, <gasps> uh, The Overseer. And what's their name? Oh, I can't remember their name. Wolves at the Gate. Oh, no shit. You're wearing an August Burns Red shirt, too, aren't you? Yeah. I am. Look at you. I no, thought I'm Thomas. 
Rap Thomas. I thought he said I, he said August Burns. Right? I was like, did he wear the shirt from his first concert to the show? <laughs> Would have been nice. I doubt How that would still fit him. Convenient. Yes. <laughs> really funny observation, Chris. is <laughs> always like they're not the band I'm listening to at any point in time, but they're always like one of my go-to favorite bands of all time. Yeah. They're just mm-hmm. live. They're unmatched, dude. Yeah, yeah. They're and they're so consistent. Ridiculous. Like I don't listen to them a whole lot anymore, but they're like one of the band, like actually the band that got me into like really yeah. heavy. They got, and, like, they got real and, like, weird. Under Oath. They're like the two <laughs> yeah. bands yeah. that like really made me want to play Getting a little too fusion with it. I mean, I like that, but that's not what I'm used to. I like the Messengers era, the early. Yes. Yeah, that's what. Yes. Yep. That and like Constellations, the early like mm-hmm. first three full lengths were. Yep. Yeah. For me. Well, I guess before we actually get into <laughs> Nautilus, we should probably talk about like where you guys were before Nautilus, because I know Ty Buckle and up, I know boys. Pat kind of like were in before we got here. Uh, just like where you guys came from as far as, you know, bands and whatnot. Well, the year is 2002. Oh, here we Set go with this fucking story again. I was seven. <laughs> I was three. Yeah. I, was, I was seven. Cool. Ouch. 2002? I, I don't know, dog. I think it was like fifth grade, fifth grade. Yeah, I don't know how old that is. Dang. That makes me feel... You're not even that much old, younger no, than I am. I'm 27. Yeah, I started playing music when I was 14. I started my first band, uh, Hail the Ambulance. Um, it was horrible. Uh, we had no drummer um, <laughs> up until a okay. uh, week before our first show. Wow. We only played one show. Um, <laughs> but uh, that was how I kind of got started, and we played at the Post um, in Goshen, and I played with Kingston and uh, Remember Arlington and Iscariot. Kingston, if you hear this, please come back. Yeah. One show. That's all I ask. One but show. John Kingston, please come back. <laughs> after that, I got clout because I guess I was the only decent part of a horrible thing. So started Chapel Hill Tragedy, and the rest is history there. We were like the most famous shitty band in Elkhart for a long time. <laughs> um, and then I quit in 2009. I stopped playing music, started fucking family stuff, and waited until fucking 2018 to start another band and now i'm here and making music like that's like a bajillion times better than anything i've ever made in my life so this is really cool being here and coming from an old scene to a new scene has been really it's a culture shock for Mm -hmm. sure but it's really cool it's really cool uh relearning how to play nice with others (laughs) so that's that's my background pretty much a story we've heard a hundred times. Yeah, I cut it down. I, I, <laughs> I, I appreciate you. Look at I you. I all the Look dirty detail. You. Look at me. I'm growing up. Uh, <laughs> and I'm probably like, what, the third most uh, experienced member of the band at this point. It depends on Pat. I don't know how. I know Pat's been in a few bands, so. Jake's probably uh, our, our kingpin of experience mm, with the burial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as road experience, I think Jake's got us, but... Uh, yeah, I've been in quite a few bands since I was, I don't know, 16. I was in Arcturus, which spawned from a couple high school buddies. And then mm-hmm. uh, we played till we were about 18, all went our separate ways in college and stuff like that. And then uh, after that, I was in a indie band that I played violin and guitar for called Ooh. The Rendition with Jess Strance. That was uh, about a year and then branched onto a death metal band called Arseth for about a year. Then went to Skies Beneath Us, Heart at War, and then now here we are, Nautilus. So I think this is going to be the final chapter of the whole music thing. This is what I want to do. So Awesome. You got a lot of experience, a lot of different like genres. I think it's uh, quite a little smorgasbord. Versatile. 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 Hell yeah. Y'all got to put some of that, put them to work with that violin. Dude, dog. I've been trying. For real. There oh. may be violins in the work. Ooh. <laughs> Sweet. Um. So I've been playing music since I was about 13. I broke my leg one summer skateboarding and picked up the guitar. So that's kind of how that all started. And uh, I was jammed with like friends and buddies of mine from high school and it it was always going good, but we never really any serious. So when it comes to like the whole shows and touring aspect, I'm pretty not experienced in that thing. Mm -hmm. But um, what was it, 2017 when we started of Earth? Uh, I think it was 17. Or it was the winter of 16, maybe. Yeah. So with that was Drew? Like with Drew yeah. and Tyler Nally. Mm-hmm. That um, that was like the first real band I was ever in. So that 
we were writing and it was going good and we ended up only playing three shows but that whole thing started um you know i was just kind of tired of just sitting and jamming with people and not working out so i just started writing music mm -hmm. all on my own like programming the drums you know doing all the midi work with the guitar and i think that kind of caught the eye of these guys for sure i mean pat hit me up and was like hey you know i i saw of earth you guys are pretty good but like i love the shit that you do online mm -hmm. and uh you know if you want to be in this project with us so that i mean that's kind of how that all went down boom i just think me and devin were both really into the ambient material the the spatial end of it but mm -hmm. with melodies and you know heavy material as well so I, that, that was a vibe i caught from him that i'd never saw before so cool. yeah i think i saw you guys i think i saw a at smith's yep. a couple yeah, times yeah. Yeah, we played. Yeah, I think we played there twice. We yeah. played there twice, and we played RJ's was our first show. Yeah. Ah, and then we yes. played that. Yeah. That was a, like a, a real big kicker, at least for me too, because it was like you know we we're coming into this, we don't really know what's going on. We've never. I don't think yeah. Brian had played a show. Yeah, I think that was both of our first shows. That was both ever. of our first shows ever, and we were yeah. like over twenty over twenty one years old, and you know we learned a lot in those first two shows. Like, all right, well, this is how this is supposed to go down, mm -hmm. and like now we know. So I think. You know, and just in that short time frame, we've learned so much. And I think that you'll see that when you come see us at our first show. We'll I think that's see. what we're most excited for is we have two members who are super like young, excited and fresh to like all of music. And then we have three grumpy old men who <laughs> uh, who have played a lot and, and all jaded. <laughs> yeah, we've seen, we've seen like the full evolution of our local scene and just of music in general. I think it's going to be really cool to see two generations of play on a stage together. I think mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite things about the whole project. And it's cool because then you get like different viewpoints and different mindsets, like with them being green, they'd be like, Oh, what about this? And then you have the experience to be like, that could work, but we got to tweak it like this. So yeah, I feel they like stop me and uh, Pat from being a full on just crab core band <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> I mean, if attack attack's not going to come back, we have to, Yeah, so. <laughs> it's our duty. Yeah, We've been called. For the crabbing. The crabbing. <laughs> the the torch has been passed. The great migration. And were you just in of Earth or did you have other things before um, that? So I played in one other band before of Earth. There's actually we were tied to Triton and our guitarist from Of Earth, Tyler, he started that band also. Um so that was the first band I played with. Uh we were we never played shows. I think we were together for maybe a year or so roughly. Mm-hmm. And then everyone kind of fell off doing their own stuff. And then uh, some time passed, Tyler hit us up, and then we started Of Earth. We played, Of Earth was what, a year, year yeah, and a half or a so? Year and a half, yeah. Yeah, and then um, that kind of slowly kind of fell out. And then uh, Devin joined Nautilus, and then they ended up needing a drummer, so called me over, and here we are. Hell yeah. So Probably should have just started with Brian. It would have saved me like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So <laughs> I guess, I mean, who was the first person to pitch the idea of Nautilus? Um, so actually, uh, Nautilus. So before it was Nautilus, um, we wanted to be Exira. Was there was a name we were throwing around? It was like a random city that me and my wife had drove like through Iowa or, mm -hmm. or like way out in the country boonies. It just yeah. said Zyra. It was like E-X-I-R-A. And I just thought it rolled off the hmm. tongue cool. And it was so something we thinking, that nobody yeah, had. So I was right. like, maybe we should do this. And then we were like, oh, shit, it means nothing. And we're <laughs> like, this yeah, is probably not okay. who first? Yeah, but so actually Nick White Jr. of Humanity Level, the guitar, mm -hmm. he's no longer, he's left now, but yeah. um, he was the guitarist for Humanity Level. He, we worked together and... Um, he, uh, I guess, wanted to start his own band. He was feeling um, like he wanted to be able to write a little more, have some freedom. So he wanted to start his own band. And he got a hold of Pat. He just called me randomly. I didn't even know the number. I answered. I was like, hello. Uh, he was like, Dude, this is Nick White Jr. I was like, oh, shit. And then we just talked for like three hours and yeah. started it. And then it was cool. And then me and Nick had worked together. So he messaged me, hit me up. He's like, hey, I'm starting a band with Pat Rashi. I want you to do vocals on it. And I hadn't, you know played music since 09 you're I was like, like what's vocals I was like, what <laughs> no uh i and i was like dude why not fuck yeah dude i'll play in a band with you that would be awesome pat it's gonna be amazing it has to be so the three of us got together and started playing we picked up uh alex roa for bass and um a friend of nick's uh andrew stromberg andrew stromberg he played uh he played with uh, um, perfect specimen, perfect specimen. specimen yeah. well you had alex roa in your band yeah. alex roa yeah 
Oh, I didn't he know he played music. Or friends. He's he's a he played guitar and for a lazy boy. I know you're out there, Alex. I went to school boy. with him, so yeah. I didn't yeah. know he was part of the so scene. He was gonna. He wasn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was in a pop punk band. He was in a pop punk band oh. back in the day. I didn't know that. Yeah, he played pop punk for a while, and then we got him because we all worked together. So we got him on the bandwagon to come play with us. Um, but Alex just really wasn't. We practiced at his house, mm. but he really. Uh, the it, it got to yeah he had, ah, okay. with his kids and stuff like that he had stuff going on so he was really not kind of feeling it towards mm-hmm. the end so he was like man i'm gonna take a break which is fine um yeah. then we picked up uh brett moon brett wood brett wood no, moon moon brett moon. josh moon josh moon Close shout out yeah boy yeah, shout out. Uh, sorry no brett wood um came on for just a little bit and practiced with us for like two or three practices yeah. um and then obviously he's in every fucking band in Elkhart. He's so. in Spaceships and yeah. Forced Out, I believe. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he plays in a couple. Two very different bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Ambient Indie and then wanted, Hardcore. Uh, mm-hmm. He jokes. wanted to play. He's like, in Dad Jokes as well. Yeah. Oh my so God. that's three. Yeah. So yeah, he was juggling that, and then he just got he he's was getting, getting married. married. So I mean, uh, we love you, Brett. Congratulations. Yeah, dude. that's well, he's a great guy. So um, so a lot to handle. Yeah, for sure. Devin came on around that time because Nick White Jr. They kind of both hopped on. Was struggling. Um, he was still in humanity level, and originally he told us we're starting Nautilus because I want to quit. Yes. Um, well, he never quit, and he kept playing, and mm. I kept asking. And then after a while, I was like, "Dude, it's cool if you want to stay in your other band too, mm-hmm. but I gotta know what your priorities are." Yeah. Um, me and Pat are taking this really seriously, so uh, there's gonna be a point in time where our schedules are are gonna clash. Yeah. And you can't like. Humanity level is not going to want you to drop shows to play with us, and we aren't going to want you to, you know, vice, vice versa. versa. Yeah. Um. So Nick came one day and basically was just like, "Ah, man, I'm going to stay in humanity level and I'm going to drop out of Nautilus." So at that point, it was back down to me and Pat. Yeah. <laughs> Nick and, Nick wanted to join Nautilus originally and play drums. Yeah. And then he hmm. switched the idea, got a guitar rig. And then, or kept a guitar rig, and then he sold it for drums. Like the whole Andrew was playing drums, he was playing guitar, and then it switched. And then that's yeah. what everything kind so of fell apart. So unfortunately for mm. poor Nick, uh, I mean, love the kid to death, but once we picked up Devin, there's no like going back. Like yeah. that's our second guitar player for the rest of yeah. eternity, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Um, and then we picked up Jake uh, to play bass, and that, I mean, Jake Neese speaks for himself. Hi, Jake. Yeah, hey, Jake. Hi. Uh, he's amazing. <laughs> hey. Um, <laughs> And then Devin, we had Brandon Moore. He was the old drummer in Chapel Hill Tragedy. And between his schedule and how rusty he was, it was he's having a lot of trouble with, I think, adjusting to new material. Yeah. Um, the type of music Devin and Pat are writing is just, I mean, not like, not complex to the point that people can't play it. But it was right. just like, we wanted a lot. Mm-hmm. And we wanted a lot of... Uh, growth really fast and yeah. he's a great solid drummer yeah. and, he, and he has great technique and stuff but it's just the the odd timing and transitional point with with not playing in such a long time it was it was and a, he didn't have the issue. time to yeah. practice right well, we love the guy to death man he's a great drummer yeah. he's jamming out with uh what julia yeah julia and uh chris robinson and chris robinson doing, doing uh, some cover some project. rock acoustic oh, stuff cool. yeah. so yeah so he's a really good guy love him to death but yeah his schedule made it so he couldn't practice that much and like i said we've been taking this probably too seriously in general it's just hard to get you know a group together that can separate their life to to get focus on a band it's just it's just hard in general it doesn't matter who it is in my opinion especially at a certain age like when you're yeah. teenagers and you literally have nothing else to do yeah. it's easy you got work, like, yeah. family, now that all we're all that, adults you know, it's, it's hard yeah. for me yeah. to adjust that big time as an adult i i have a full-time job and mm-hmm. kids and the whole thing and i still have trouble because my brain still wants me to play like I did in Chapel Hill Tragedy. I was like, I was a le- like way worse band, but I practiced five days a week. Mm-hmm. We played three shows a week, and like that's what you do. Yeah, um, which is not the truth at this point. But <laughs> it's it's hard for me to like not dedicate my whole life to the music mm-hmm. as it is. But anyways, we um, we decided that we needed something had to give, so we let Brandon go. And when we let Brandon go, uh, Nick White Jr. was saying, I'm leaving humanity level now. I'm getting the drum set. <laughs> oh, shit. Me. Here we go again. <laughs> you should pick me. And I was like, well, you know, we got to give I got the band's got some people they want us to try. Mm-hmm. So I got to I got to let it run its course. And if we don't find someone. Absolutely, dude. 
Um, well, the first person we went, we went to Brian's house and we tried Brian out and I was like, nah, this is, I heard him hit a snare like one time for real. And I was like, dude, you're good. You're you got in, it. You're in, man. It was game like, on. Poof. It was game well, okay. on. <laughs> Done. Yeah, so the rest is history there. This is the final, I don't see our lineup changing, um, again. So this is it. This is where we're 40 at. 40 years later. 40 years, <laughs> yeah. 40 years Yeah. We've been working on this since what? Spring of 18. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, way so, too long. And we're going to be playing well, August 31st will be our first show and EP release. Isn't that like a day after your birthday? Uh, the 21st is my birthday. Oh, so okay, so 10 so days, 10 yeah. days after. But you I said, you said that close. if you didn't play a show again until you turned 30. I didn't play by 31. I was quitting. 31. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's going to end before stuff. it even starts. I knew this was all fake. <laughs> <laughs> you, you worked it out so perfectly. Got him. No. <laughs> April Fool, fuck you. No, we took a lot of time and a lot of pride in the music that we wrote. Uh, we we self-produced and recorded this EP together. So Devin and Pat have put a lot of uh, work in the, you know, in the studio, taking care of all that stuff. Um, it's been and, hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot to chew off, and yeah. but we've learned a lot, and I think it's going to go good. So. Yeah, really proud of the quality that we were able to get together just doing it from Pat's apartment in Devin's apartment. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a, I don't know, it's something else for us, at least. Like, um, it is. Uh, is it just self titled? It's self titled, mm -hmm. and it is just a, uh, it's actually the whole, it's so, um, a lot of our work's going to be concept. Mm -hmm. um, the story. Right. That, Buckle up, kids. No, I'm not going to no, go. I want to hear, hear it. I want to hear it. I want to pay attention this time. Uh, uh, cut down to bare bones. Um, it's a story. It's would, a space opera. Should you tell anyone? Yeah, I was going to say. A, I'm just going to say it? it's a space say opera. Let's speak for itself. It's a space opera. Mm -hmm. It's got love, death, tragedy, the whole thing. But Chapel um, tragedy. <laughs> yeah, right? Chapel but it's, tragedy. But uh, it's something I'm really proud of. We've worked really hard on the guys have really helped me develop the story that we want to tell and the music uh, speaks to it really well. And the EP is actually just a preview of what the grand story will be. So every song is a uh, like a chapter out of that book. It's like a um, precursor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's it's really cool. I'm really excited for it. I'm really proud of everything that we made. And I'm really just hoping that everyone we're coming in hot. So we have we're going to have full merch, full pressed EPs, um, the whole nine yards first day like don't try to get home i hope you like it <laughs> so if we suck it's gonna be a lot of money spent on our end for a whole lot of nothing so i hope we don't please like us please like us please don't what was it? Um, please don't hate Jeff us bush please clap <laughs> please we'll play slam i swear just like me please please don't play <laughs> slam we got enough of it uh what would you guys say influences the style of music of nautilus well, it's not periphery, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's that. I mean, they're, they're inspiring people on my end, that's for sure. I don't know. I feel like just the creative aspect. We don't go into a room and want to sound a certain way. We, we'll just pull a riff out of our ass or just anything. And Is that we'll, where you keep them? Yes, ah, many of them stored in there. Take <laughs> a drink. No, that's just kind of our whole way of doing it. It's like we're, we never wanted to to get into this band and jam and say, you know, we want to be like a heavy band or we want to do like metalcore with this or mix this and that. No, we just sat and wrote mm -hmm. like, that's where all this comes from. You know, if we want to go to just a super clean violin part, which we do, that's what we're going to do. And, you know, we're not going to put any barriers on that. Respectable. Respectable. Yeah. yeah we, uh, uh, the reason I brought up periphery is, uh, Nick White Jr. And Pat, bonded super hard when we started the band on periphery yeah until um, i realized how dead it was i had never it. heard periphery <laughs> ever i didn't know who the band was really i was like I, i've been out of i still listened to just straight metalcore and i hadn't gotten into gent when we met uh, and okay so uh pat really showed me my show him all these bands he's like architects oh my God, what is <laughs> yeah this? it was it is was this? crazy oh my yeah i so i was behind on like heart a of a coward of, was one of the first bands you oh, really heart got of into coward is like my shit still Ty gets this cool. little twinkle in his eye when he yeah. can tell he really Sparkles. likes the music yeah, yeah. yeah. like a lot lizard i've never seen you so happy oh god we I just all guys. have this like wide base of bands where it comes from like the contortionist to like yeah. under oath to mm. august Burns red miss like, may i deftones oh, yeah sleeper. i mean anything that we can vibe with musically because of feel melodies whatever we take from it and we have our own gel that we make you know mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I even listen to stuff like Capstan and uh, yeah, I listen uh, to pop punk, weird shit. I don't know and stuff like that. Uh, Armor for sleep. I like I like Sky and I like I like, like, uh, I like ska. Uh, alternative um, singer songwriters from the '90s too. Yeah, so that's yeah. why they call you Nickelback. The wolf shout from out the to Nickelback. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> But um, no, kind of good. Periphery bonded with that, and then when Devin joined, he was a huge Periphery fan too. So Periphery, I think, just their, just those guys, their style of how they write, how they make music, and how they've changed a lot of things for music. I think we all really attach to that yeah, attitude, awesome. just mm-hmm. the attitude that they have of going about music. The other doesn't. funny thing about Periphery is like before me and Devin had ever even known each other, we were both at the same periphery show at a meet and greet and me and my buddies photobombed one of his pictures we with didn't Misha. know each other no yeah. shit and yeah. Yeah. So Facebook. Yeah. yeah dude and then so, like and, still I mean, a few months later we were like in a band together and I mean the periphery I guess is a big inspiration on this band like me and Brian are on first name basis with all those guys oh like, we, we were going to record the Of Earth EP with Spencer all yeah right. Nice so flex, like guys. Jeez. I mean, well, I'm hoping and praying little we can bit do of flex. some of the album with Spencer, even though I'm not singing in front of that dude. He's too good. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be singing with him when he's on a feature. Oh, my God. That would be something else. It's gonna but yeah, happen. No, um, yeah, our inspirations are wide and varied. But I think this year, especially with our writing style, I think the things that probably influenced me the most vocally for the EP was um the new architects album was mm. on repeat holy hell is that yeah. what is that the name of it yeah. yeah yeah holy hell was um on repeat when we started writing some of these songs and i've been like obsessed with it no i remember p3 yeah. was a big thing too yeah those yeah. little packages yeah. with peanut butter the, the lunchable things yeah, no dude. dog yeah. <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, oh with the salami, with the crackers, with the, with the walnuts. Hell yeah. yeah. That's the first thing so I was like, the protein, the, the, the sweet, the savory. Those things are good. great, though. Yeah, they are. They were, they yeah, were 10 yeah. for 10 in Meyer. Come on. You get oh, the love. Hell, yeah. yeah. hell yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, it's been a long time coming. We all have such different backgrounds, but it all makes this unique Nautilus flair that we have, and we hope people enjoy it. I'm excited because this dude's been talking about it for since I've known him, and... I still am skeptical. Like I've heard, I've heard some things, but I'm like, this I won't be believe anything. this is real until I fucking see it. <laughs> yeah, it feels like an eternity. I've been waiting for a show. I mean, I thought we were gonna play uh, fall of last year, dude. Yeah, we were quote. It was, it was like October is gonna be the first one. No, it's gonna be March. No, it's gonna be June. No, it's gonna be July. Fuck it, August. <laughs> <laughs> I basically threw the tantrum where I was like, if I'm fucking 31, we haven't played. I'm quitting. I'm not gonna play in this band anymore. So we need to play. We have to. This is it. August is the month we play a show. If we don't play in August, I'm done. And then we got it for August 31st, the last day. I just think the wait, the wait, the wait's worth it. We didn't want to rush anything. We really wanted to be ready to play that show. Yes. No, true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the writing, we, the band changes in the writing has been like a huge thing, but getting guys dedicated enough to take it seriously, because um, this isn't just about one show, one EP for us, for us, it was, we wanted to be set up. So once we play that first show, it went straight to, okay, what dates are we going to start playing after that? Mm -hmm. What are we going to do about a summer tour the next year? What are we going to do about our full length? Um, we're not going to sit on EPs for the next five years. We're going to write oh, a yeah. full length and drop mm-hmm. it. Uh, our LP will be out next year. Um, and they're saying, <laughs> look, look, look at him commit to oh, it. Eight. All right. And they're saying, we'll <laughs> when August burns a different color. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, uh, we want a full EP, uh, LP and then we want, we want a tour. We want to, we want to see, how big we can make Nautilus. So are you anxious? I mean, you haven't been on stage in 10 years in front of people playing music. I'm worried about, I'm worried about whether my bandmates can hang with me at this point. You'll be doing like varial backflips off the stage. Yeah, yeah, I've been wanting to see some backflips for a long time. I wish I could do talk about that. I always (laughs) wanted to be able to do backflips off the bass drum. I can't do flips. If you do it at Smith's, just hope you don't fall through the floor. My equilibrium is not good. I fall about a lot. I'm very clumsy. You fall through the ceiling. It all works on stage, but it just looks like I mean to be like thrashing around. But that's why pits are good for me. Cause I'm like, no, I'm actually just falling all over myself. But that was one of the things he told me. He's like, yo, I'm going to be that vocalist. It gets in the crowd and I'm probably going to hit you. I'm like, dude, don't do that to me. Like I'm just trying to enjoy the show, man. No, man. I'm going to get a hold of you. You hit me. I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) 
I'll grab you by the dick. <laughs> I'm about I'll, that. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> dick twist. I'll induce the falsetto, motherfucker. Yeah, no, I'm a... I mean, I don't know if this old heart can fucking handle it at this point. I'll probably just die on stage, but... Dude, that's sorry, how you get the band big. That's right. For show, that's die right, on man. stage. That's right. That's Wake a rolling spot right there. Yeah, I got a lot of energy. That's something hey, that... Hey, our name's attached to that show, die. Oh, they yeah. are all the talent. My guitar players and drummer and bass player are like ultra talented and i'm just fucking riding on their coattails at this point so live shows where i make i hope i can make my biggest contribution you're full of shit <laughs> <laughs> you full of shit he's always saying like oh i'm just being dragged along by all the talented people actually we we are like following you man like you, you are what drives the band in my eyes honestly that's just because i talk a lot <laughs> no, the vocal- <laughs> that helps that no. helps <laughs> no it's good to have a especially an energetic front man uh because it's because he is kind of the face of the band i hate to say that because it puts a lot of pressure and it's kind of like a yeah that's why i'm in the front on the picture that's a vocalist man that's always (laughs) and also like yeah since you're not playing an instrument you gotta you gotta give me something to look at yeah other things have got to be displayed like energy and you know yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and it's my job to make sure that the crowd gets a show and they, they gotta play man like <laughs> it's not like girl. it's not like we like hold back on the types like the the style of music that we want to play is basically just like let's stretch and push like their creativity their skills mm-hmm. to the limit as much as we can anytime we can so the more we write the harder our songs get to play so and it's awesome it sounds incredible i love it and but like i know that they're not always going to be able i mean we're not a punk band you know mm-hmm. it's not just playing open we can't we they're not going to be always able to do the things they probably want to do on a stage right so it's my job to like Pick dispense up, that uh, for them mm-hmm. backflip some parts some parts for sure. <laughs> some parts i'm gonna some be a parts, fucking man. a That's concrete what? barrier sitting there but yeah. other parts will be jumping around spinning, I'm sure. So. Yeah, and I mean, we're, not, uh, we're, not, we're not math metal either. There's so. some hard riffs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's understandable. Like some things you just can't like fucking jump around and do this to. Like it's a uh, I I. We'll, like, just put, we'll just put all of our leads in backing. Tracks. I feel like this is the challenge of being a guitar no, player in general. We will not do that. <laughs> we're always trying to better ourselves, so it's nice to have a challenge ahead every mm-hmm. time we write a song. We like want to f- push ourselves to do bigger and better things. So I mean, we don't want to play riffs that are just comfortable and easy for us. We want to have that sparkle factor and yeah. do things that are a challenge. So I hope people just hear it and they're like, "Man, that sounds cool." But if not. I don't know. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck a bitch. There you go. Fuck a bitch. Fuck a bitch. Fuck a bitch. So I've been trying to figure out how to word this without being like a dick. And I don't, and when I say this, I don't want, I don't mean any ill will towards it, but uh, clean vocals. You don't see a lot of that here. Mm. You think people are going to react to that? That's, uh, uh, I have nightmares. Don't about care. That. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. there you if go. You want to be completely honest, fuck a bitch. We don't care. Good. Good. Like, I, I mean, care. it's, I prefer them. We do clean yeah, vocals and have clean vocals because that's what we want. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we are Pat who we are because me. we want it. And and like, like, if oh, I'm going to be completely like honest, the second that I start worrying about what other people want me to write is the second I'm not going to be in a band. Like, there you I, go. I mean, we do the things yeah. that we do, like I said earlier, because that's what we like and that's what we want to do. So, I mean, if we're going to lose some fans because clean vocals or whatever. Like I said, I'm... No, you're good. No, 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 no. I just thought it was something to bring up. No, that's yeah. a huge. That's a huge. Um, it's the one. The one thing that hasn't changed about the Northern Indiana local scene since I played yeah. is it's always been about heavy. Nobody wanted yeah. me to sing when I played in Chapel Tragedy, and nobody probably wants me to sing now. <laughs> but my bands always want me to sing. I think it'll just so, set us apart, and hopefully, in a good way. I think people. I think people enjoy it, and if they do, that'd be great. But if not, I guess listen to another band, man. I think yeah. part of the qualm with cleans is that some of the people that do cleans aren't that good. Yeah. And that's it's, why people are like, no, don't do that. It's a lot easier. So hard vocals. I mean, there are hard vocalists that I would say I don't think are good, but mm-hmm. it's much more like art when you scream. Like it's uh, it's just people. Everyone thinks different screams are good. Like I don't think inhales and gutturals are very good. I think mm-hmm. they sound horrible. But there's a whole group of people like that is how you should scream. 
Yeah. Was that and good? I like I like <laughs> angry mids. I like growls. I like uh, more yells, like in architects and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I like range. I want to be yeah. able to hear lows, go to highs, big mids, like whatever the motion of the song is. That's the scream I want to hear. Yeah. Um. But like it's it's all uh, personal opinion. Yeah. Soft vocals are not as much. Um, it's much easier to hear when a person is tone deaf, when a yeah. person has um, trouble hitting certain notes, mm-hmm. or or the heart's not there. That's yeah, or the heart's too. not there. Mm-hmm. Like, I like and, expression in vocals. I look for something that pops vocals for me uh, for a band that sets them apart is like how it blends and, and gels with the whole band's overall sound. If they make that sound, then it's it it, it just pops out to me, and it's what I follow. Like. I don't know, Architects, they kind of started that whole yelling, but with a pitch kind of scream, sing. Mm-hmm. And I think that made them unique, and that's probably why their success is the way it is. But I don't know. I think Ty has everything from soft, the most calm vocals, to the biggest aggressive yelling, like edge-of-your-seat kind of vocals. So I think mm-hmm. it's it's going to be unique for sure. Yeah, it fills the music. And, like, I never – I mean, I make the joke that people make me sing, but, like, I truly love it. And I think it provides – especially in hard music, it provides a level of, it's what I, it's what I got into metalcore for. It's like, I like nasty, dirty, hard music as much as the next guy. Like I want to be in the pit when I'm at a live show. Mm-hmm. So like I get slam and deathcore and those types of music because I'll be at the show. I'll be in the pit for those bands every single time without fail. But there's something about, you know, when I, my first uh, metalcore show was a Kingston show. And mm. the first time I heard tonight, wait, yes! and then that fucking breakdown hit, mm-hmm. like they would do big melodies into a drop. Yes. And that was metalcore for me. That was what brought me into metalcore in the first place was you'd have big, sweeping, beautiful choruses into the just nastiest hardcore drop and those pits would explode. Yep. And that kind of build is, is it always inspired me. I've oh yeah. Always wanted that. And that, not only does it like hype you up and make you want to kill people, but it also tells a story. And when you're sitting in your car, you can hear that music and you can enjoy that music and you can relate to that music. Mm-hmm. Um, it It's a lot less of, oh, I have to be in the mood to listen to fucking, you know, this band or this band. Listener figuratively kill people, not actually kill people. The yeah, music, no, this yeah. music is not violence inducing. No, you we all love each other. Kill each other. But um, we just commit violent acts. I want to make a, a note. Uh, I did say that, you know, some people aren't good. Some people can't sing well live because they can't hear themselves. And well, so yeah. I, I just want to preface, well, not preface, but make also, sure I reiterate that sometimes people don't sound good because they can't hear their pitch. And it, it's easily remedied with in-ear monitors. And if you do clean vocals, you should get an in-ear monitor. And just sometimes you. you just just suck. <laughs> That's not true. Sometimes, no, yeah. and there's also I think there's I think even in our if I'm being frank, there's a couple of vocalists in our local scene who do soft vocals, who could one or two I specifically I can think of that could that the talent is there. Mm-hmm. The they have a natural a naturally good voice. But all they need is just some vocal lessons. Like yeah. a soft vocalist, it really it is an instrument. Yeah. As far as um, some people just naturally got it. And they just watch some YouTube videos. And, do it. and there's guitar players the same way. They just mm-hmm. like picked up guitar one day, watch some YouTube videos, and they're a fucking savant. Yeah. Well, like none of us are just – we don't wake up and play shows and, and kill it all the time. It's, 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 it's a – it's a climb all the time. You're yeah. always trying to yeah. better yourself. And if you play shows, the more and more you play, you're going to become a better vocalist, guitarist, drummer, yeah, all exactly. that stuff. So, but if you're having a tough time, vocal lessons can really help yeah. you. Yeah. Watching a vocal lesson videos, in person, a video, whatever it be, you just try to express your yourself. Yeah. Laurels. Which I don't guess, rest on your laurels and just be like, well, this is just, I'm just going to sing like this. Like yeah. people are going to, if people critique you, it's not out of like, especially in this music scene, it's not out of hatred or no. like out of trying to hurt you. They're just trying to improve you. Yeah. And I think all vocalists across the board right now could use a little, I mean, we get to sit up front and pretty much get ignored as far as like band critique. Most of the time, if someone's telling you, Hey man, you need to work a little bit on this. That's a good thing. That's yeah. going to make you a better vocalist in the end. Yeah. So you need to like, I think people really need to take, vocals more seriously if you're a vocalist yeah. take it seriously take, like you like my guitar players play fucking guitar all the fucking time mm-hmm. as much as they can 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a lie. I wish. <laughs> Devin's releasing all of his side music like every day. Like, <laughs> no, I've been on back burner on that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a that's the thing you gotta you gotta practice you gotta practice it just like anything else. Yeah. Well, I think we're kind of missing the whole constructive criticism aspect, also. Oh yeah. 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 That's that's prevalent. That needs to come back. Yep. Which it's now not with it's, all, it's all gonna be just pointed at us now. Like we're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. well, they wanted to hear it, so. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> it's nice to hear what the the good feedback. Yeah, I get it. But people need to understand if no where, nothing, where you don't know if the good is genuine, yeah. right? So yeah, you just get a like, massive ego boost that just become a circle jerk. Yeah, if yeah. there's no bad or ugly reviews, then you can you start having this paranoia of you never know if the good is genuine. Yeah. If they're all just fucking stroking your dick or if some of that is really like, oh, it's actually good, that's where I get when every single person I show is just like, oh, it's great. Don't be I'm afraid like to tell your friends that something needs worked on. Or well, for me, if somebody not- says you suck, that makes me want to just fucking be better. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd rather hear the negative and get better than hear the great and just think everything's cool. We went cool. through yeah. that a lot in the recording process. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Devin would be back like, sending back and forth, and, and he'd be like, this is fucking trash. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like I'm going to murder you. I worked for 10 hours trying this. He'd be like, well, I don't like it. And I'd be like, well, I guess I got to change it. Dude. The snare sounds like fucking mashed potatoes, dude. Like, drops, I mean, drops smell like, sounds like so farts. Yeah, really, like, <laughs> like, like, we just had to, we had to be on each other's case. And I think that end product we have right now is reflective of dedication and hard work i even like had a talk with my wife i was like listening to one from like a a demo from a year ago and i was like i'm just gonna tell him like i care about this project i'm just gonna lay it out man (laughs) like i'm sorry pat but this needs fixed like you know and i think that's in progress and i think every band goes through that you don't you don't just record and it's like oh this is instant gold i mean no it's a process man Mm -hmm. like and it's fucking tiring but But that's the that's the core of the evil of not getting critique is when you're not getting critique from the outside, you start not critiquing from the inside as well. Mm-hmm. And like when your bandmates are too, like they hear, but they're like, oh, but he put all that, put 10 hours into it. I just need to support him. It's like five. If you can support people <laughs> that's with our constructive brand, criticism. Like if My his drums sound like shit, I would be like, Brian, dude, why is your Please snare sound me. like garbage right now? Or, you know, we're just openly honest about everything. Communication is key in any relationship. So, yeah, I just stare daggers into Pat when he's like, I think you can sing that better. There's a couple put, times put you're, your pacing around, it, you're pacing around in the room track and you're like, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. If I try and do this part again, I'm going to kill somebody. But you know, yeah, we did it, man. It's, it's funny because almost over the first demo we ever put out, mm-hmm. um, it's like our happy kind of more like uh, radio yeah, kind of radio friendly, friendly to tune. Okay. Uh, the, it's a really great. The new recording of it is fantastic. I love it's it. It's for but you, buddy. Nick. The amount of times yeah, I say. You love it, dude. I do love it. Yeah, and we <laughs> yeah. love seeing you post it. And every time I see you share that like picture of the Spotify, I'm like, Bleh. I know, but I'm so excited for you. I can't, real pick, one, I can't, I can't um, post a picture of the Google Drive. Yeah. The Google Drive, yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said almost over, I said those words probably 150 fucking times. I don't want to say them anymore. Do you already hate that song? Oh, God, I hate it so much. <laughs> I, the recording, we, it took us. We just played it so many fucking times yeah. in the early stages. We practice and play almost over and never mm-hmm. two yep. million times, dude. And then when we re recorded it, we wanted it to be the biggest the best part of the struggle be. was the first and line. The first song, <laughs> it took us longest to record almost over. And yeah. I just had to keep going over it and over and over and over. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. And then you're like, hey. And now I know the final process. Once we play, over. I'm going to get that yelled at me probably for the next year and a half. And then it'll revi- it'll rekindle the love. But yeah. it's like, man, yeah. I hate playing this song, but they fucking love it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the whole crowd to scream. It's yeah. almost over. Right at me. Oh, it'll be beautiful. I'll be we just want to laugh. We I'll just want to have a lot it. of fun, man. I want to. I want to see crowd dedication too. Yeah. We may or may not have some like little chanty, little sing along parts. So. Hey, that's yeah. like memorable, and you know, people yeah, like doing that. Yeah, yeah. we're excited. Back in to play the day, when the whole whole crowd floods to the front and just jumps up with the vocalist, that mm-hmm. shit's awesome, dude. You guys yeah. need to stop in the middle of like. Set just goes shush, girl. Shut, shut. You have like a beat going on. <laughs> no, I want to. So, you guys and everybody out there needs to help me. I want to cover Chandelier by Rihanna. Oh, uh, no, Sia. We, uh, Sia, Sia, yeah, Sia. I, I want to cover I already said I mean, no to that yesterday. Yeah, I want to <laughs> cover it. And you guys need to make <laughs> the band. He's trying to get the masses on He's trying to get the Tell them we need to cover Chandelier. You guys. 
<laughs> no, I think this whole process, we've learned a lot, though, especially with the critiquing so vigilantly. You that damn song. I'll fucking kill him sometimes, for real. <laughs> no, yeah, with the critiquing stuff, yeah. Yeah, we've learned a lot, but the LP will definitely be recorded, outsourced. We're gonna be, we'll be going to a studio for the full length. There we go. Let's talk about this show, though. It's a killer lineup, honestly. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm really excited for the lineup. I'm still salty that uh, Nat won't be Yeah, I know. There. God damn it, Natalie. Yeah, come hey, on, man. She deserves to go the to fuck? the EDM thing. Whatever, dude. Extremely no. dumb music is what EDM no. stands for. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm really excited. I'm really glad that we got the bands we got. I'm obviously biased because I'm a huge fan of Louisiana Lot Lizards. Yeah. You're welcome. welcome to have them on the lineup and they have so much energy and that mm -hmm. was my biggest you when guys we were ever... talking about bands I have on I wanted somebody to have just like crazy stage energy they're just hype like oh, yeah. yeah and they're they're one of the I, I haven't seen anybody with that much energy mm -hmm. around here so I was really excited for that the standard model CJ and them are really talented super great guys I'm really excited to play with them um uh what's his name the bass player uh, Blake. player for oh Blake. Blake 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 he sweats a I lot. think he's oh I think he supports I think he's supported Nautilus uh via Facebook more than any individual person yeah and I don't think I think of all I've seen him play live mm -hmm. I don't think me and him have ever formally met but he likes every post we've <laughs> ever posted he's like the first guy to like it and just Dude, mad support the, for us from the heart symbols it was for the same with of earth <laughs> yeah like we yeah. never met him before and he was like, like always like from the start like yeah day one excited for him to be on the ticket with us that's really cool zaf is fucking cool mastodon yep. sounding band mm -hmm. i got to see them uh in goshen um so <laughs> i did not <laughs> yeah he uh I chipped my pants. Yes, he did. That's not a joke. That's not a bit. He pooped his pants. Yeah, he pooped his pants for them. <laughs> um, so it's a the lineup is really strong. I'm really excited. I've never, I've obviously never played with any of these bands. Mm -hmm. um, they're all super new to me. So it's going to be really cool. I'm really excited. I'm really glad that the well let us come play there. I wanted the ignition. Didn't work out. That's okay. We'll play in the ignition soon enough. We'll get them. Yeah. We'll get them. But the well will be fun. I think we're going to pack the place out. I'm hoping to do a show of force for not just for Nautilus sake, but another big thing that's important to me is revitalizing the scene as much as I can and helping with that revitalization mm -hmm. with it being all ages as well. Yes. Like, it's a free. big thing. And it's really hard to get a show that's not 21 plus. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of the audience is younger kids sometimes, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I want to build up these local bands as much as I want to build up my own band. So any of these newer bands or even older bands that are, you know, they want to change a pace and they want these other bands to play with. I think Nautilus is going to be that band for a while. And I want to take us and these other bands that we play with, you know, out of Elkhart and South Bend, mm -hmm. fucking play regional national shows as soon as we can start showing people what Elkhart can do. So that's really important to me too. So I'm really, I'm really excited to show off what we can do and fucking be part of everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm excited mainly because I still don't believe this is a real yeah, thing. <laughs> so I think you're all just putting on a ruse. We'll see. For August sure, 31st. I'm not going to be there because I'm not actually in this band. <laughs> <laughs> just backing tracks. It's a different vocalist <laughs> the whole time. It's just a clip of Borak going, nah. <laughs> show up on stage and you're like, hi, bye. See ya. <laughs> Thanks for see coming. Later. That's Thanks our set. That's our set. We're Nautilus. And it just does the symphonic intro. And then that's it. We got us some merch. <laughs> oh yeah, we got merch uh, all lined got up. Got a tip jar for some Taco Bell after the show. Come on. <laughs> merch all lined up. I'm super. So we just saw new designs like two days ago for yeah the new merch, and it's sexy. we got music. Oh, saw, yeah, it looks it. real good. Yeah. Dude. We got yeah. music videos coming. You didn't see anything. All right, no, I didn't see anything. These are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah, we got, see. we got music videos, <laughs> lyric video, and uh, static video for Facebook <laughs> uh, Friday. It well, you guys, this will be long past. Right now, if you go on Facebook, you can see our single, Death of a Captain. It's up and playing probably right this moment. So you need to go check it out if you haven't. Yeah, don't be a I scrub. got confused for a second. Me too. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's, I know, that's one of the things I hate illusion. about doing this. Yeah. It's like, I 
talk. I have to talk as if it's like when this is going to be released. It's like a 10 day ahead kind of thing. Yeah. It gets real real confusing sometimes. It's the wonder factor. Yeah. But. Oh, also. um, So um, with that being said. um, Yeah. If you guys also want free shirt, sticker and our our EP. um, If you go like, share and comment on the death of a captain post. Uh, you'll be putting a drawing to get free loot bag of Ooh. all our merch and our new EP for free. So Dang. get out all there right. and go to that post if you're listening Valued to this and you haven't done USD. it. You'll <laughs> get three easy payments free bundle of, of Nautilus gear, <laughs> and you'll have it before uh, you know you'll have it before I play it. We're gonna give it away before we play, so you'll be the only person with our EP and our shirt and our stickers before anybody else. So if you don't hear their drops and this is not a true exclusive, we do not have these drops. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just like my fucking trap, band page. <laughs> <laughs> don't like my band. Go like my band and take our free shit, please. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> well, close it down. Wanna, yeah. You want to close it down or you want to riff about anything? I have to pee, so I don't care if we shut it down. Or if you Same like coffee straight through me. I, oh, wow. I know, dude. I fucking chugged this big ass thing. I knew I would oh, regret yeah. it. Caramel macchiato. It's been a pleasure, this guys. Nonetheless, the caramel macchiato. Ouch. It's delish. So, what you you don't you don't always, you say? it's not always this organized and enjoyable. No, no. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> things don't go as planned. Sometimes Pat Rashi talks too much, show, but it's fine. People are people. I smoked with this band. I smoked with this band. Uh, sounds like uh, a Pat Rashi story. Kids an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys don't even know. You guys don't even know. So we want to go around and do the like, who have you been? Yeah, like, who have you guys been like jamming to lately? Who binging? Who have I been jamming to? Um, Same band for the last three years. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Dude, I don't really like listening to a lot of new music. Um, I don't know. I've been on a Tesseract kick for a <gasps> yes. little bit. Put it here, bro. Yes, I love Tesseract. Nice. For me, I have been listening to the new Outline in Color as well as um, Fit for a King, I believe, released a new single. Just caught that on the way here. Actually, his shit is fucking whack. Isn't that all the same band? (laughs) Dude, yeah, it's the same same whacking. You like that? Oh, okay. So weed whacker, dude. I thought you said whack. I was like, did you just use it in a positive No, actually, Fit for a King's always been one of my top favorite bands. Uh, But other than that, newer periphery, uh, all periphery. Anything that vibes with me, really. Um, Ghost Iris's new album is pretty cool. Apple of Discord. That was pretty good. I had to check that out. Yeah, I had to do a quick check. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been checking out um, Sky Harbor. Uh, oh, yes. They were yep. yes, railing on me about lights. not wanting to see them when Monuments played. So I was like, I guess I'll go check them out. Um, so Sky Harbor, Architects is always on the list. And Oh Sleeper's putting out new music. And that's one of my top five favorite bands of all time. So yeah. Oh Sleeper's been on the uh, on in the car, at least, like every day right now. So. And Sword and Sheath. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Sword and Sheath. Uh, if you don't know who Captain Austin Shark is, um, you need to go be a wolf of the sea with him and listen to his <laughs> shit. All right? Because that shit is fresh. Fresh to death like Fresh a bird in a Ziploc. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I hope he's it's the... I hope it's guiding lights too. Their new album, their yeah. new singer isn't really No. He wasn't yeah, he's not really right cutting now. it. Eric, I think his name is Sky yeah. Harbor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Dan went back to Tesseract. But and I'm excited for new Dance yeah. Gavin Dance. So I've been back yeah, on, boy. I've been on the Dance Gavin Dance train again. It's I've been going back, <sighs> listening to all the oldies and goodies. Didn't and they just release that album though? They got the no, it's a single. It's a single. Oh, a single. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they just released that last album in 18, though. Yeah, the yeah, artificial dude. selection. Hell yeah. yeah. Album I, awesome. Yes. He's grown on me. Their vocalist, uh, I originally was It's a weird sound. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a very unique voice. I originally really about him. I didn't love him all that much. He's grown on me. I like Dude, him a lot. He's the he's the only era of dance, Gavin dance I know. Yeah, I had to too. go back and yeah. like listen. So like but, the Johnny or uh, what is that? Johnny Craig. Johnny Craig. Yeah, Johnny I, don't, Craig. I, don't I don't know. I, don't know any, right? I didn't know any of that. Slaves actually just released a new single, and I have to admit the new vocalist. I think it's. A better sound than Johnny Craig. Ooh. Yeah, dude, he needs to Johnny get his shit Craig together, sets though. bands yeah. up. Quit, quit he, on the heroin, man. He's you know? a, yeah, whatever I mean, he's yeah. doing. Yeah, he struggles, but one thing he has, he's got he's, a magical voice. He's given though, us many great bands. Every yeah. band he's ever been in has gone Amorosa, on to do Slaves, really great. Gavin, dance, Gavin, yeah. Dance. Mm-hmm. Who else? There's been like six of them. Yeah, he's yeah. got a lot of great projects, but um, yeah. yeah, that's the thing is he's a fantastic vocalist in the end of the, at the end of the day. He just do solo shit. He can't kick himself out. <laughs> no, I've heard his he R&B He just got a nice R&B flair in my opinion. What's mm-hmm. up? I've heard his R&B tracks and it's fucking whack. So Tyler Carter does yeah. that same shit. 
from issues. It's being a little moody. Nice. Oh, sounds like a damn that yeah, made me have great, to pee real bad. Little, uh, <laughs> All yeah. right. What about you? Who yeah. you been jamming to? Um, I've been digging Beartooth lately. Oh, Beartooth kicks uh, ass. Right. Their like drum fucking rips, dude. He plays like yeah. a four piece kit and he's mm. all over it. Yeah, he he's kills. Yeah. Um, a band called Auras that Tyler just yeah. busted in the band Auras? chat yeah, days. Awesome. I've been listening to them. They're really good. Um, Contortionist yep. has yeah. new music coming out, so I'm looking forward to that. As well as I just saw Era, I think, is God, releasing some so new music too. in the next month. They just teased a new album, too, didn't they? Yeah, I just it's saw like a that. video of them like, like kind of tracking or two some ago. Mm-hmm. shit or fucking around. Yeah. Era probably influenced my vocals the most. Dude, he, yeah. his vocals yeah. are so high-pitched, but it's yeah. fucking awesome, dude. And he's he hitting made... them live a lot better than he used to. I remember seeing him early on, and he was struggling really bad, but now they're like, Top notch. He's playing guitar too. Yeah, yeah. playing those riffs. Yeah. I tried no doing some backing vocals at practice and shit. I'm like, whoa, what's this riff? <laughs> I'm just playing like a chord or something, but yeah. Yeah, he inspired the shit. I mean, the, yeah, those vocals cool, are way above, and I try to get up there, but. I've been listening to a lot of Armor for Sleep lately again. Yeah, oh, dang. Uh, just especially the album What to Do When You're Dead. Yeah. That's the one with the garage and like the housecape. Is that what that one was? Yeah. 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 It's Those dudes one. we were interviewing uh, last week not wouldn't have no idea who the <laughs> fuck that is for no, sure. No. Car underwater. Isn't that what you were listening to? This yeah. yeah. In a car. Dude, you've tr- grabbed that fucking Dr. Pepper 15 times. It's empty. empty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to I want more. I've been binging uh, Mothership, the Dance Gavin Dance, the past couple Dude, days. I was just uh, Inspire the Liars. I've been that was I've the album that. before this last, this yeah. newest one. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. what they did just release instrumentals for. Yeah, the, the instrumental for the newest mm-hmm. one that's out. Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Christian has got me into that album because he's. Shrez, he put it on vinyl. I was like, dude, what is this? He's like, Dance Gavin Dance. Like, that's what this is? Mm-hmm. It's Emo Maroon 5. <laughs> I think potentially down the road for the LP, possibly we would maybe want to release an instrumental version down the road, too. I think that's always a That'd good cool. idea. I like Depending, yeah. If the music calls for it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. if it's like that good, they could stand yeah. on its own. Hell yeah. If I'm going to prop these scrubs up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want tired of shit all over it. So uh where can we guys where can we follow you guys find you? Uh we're on Facebook. So go there, like our page if you haven't, please. I'm begging you. Do it. <laughs> please for the love of God. Um we're also on Spotify and don't we're on every streaming platform right now with our original demo. Um and all of our music will be released on every streaming platform. August 31st with uh, the new EP. Um, I don't think we have the Instagram set up yet. No, there's so, no Instagram. So yeah, yeah, just find us on Facebook. Find us on the streaming platforms. Um, August 31st, the entire self-titled Nautilus EP will be released. It's five songs. Uh, really good stuff. I guess we didn't really talk about beforehand, but uh, what song do you want to close out with? Mm-hmm. We want to just do Death of the Captain yeah, since dude. it'll be out by then. Oh, okay. yeah. Want to tell us a little bit about that? So, yeah. Death of the Captain is the first song I think we wrote as a band. So, this is Zealot Part 1 and Part 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last two songs on the EP uh, go hand in hand with each other. Um, the first one being Death of a Captain. Um, I think this is the first song we wrote as a full band um, with all minds collaborating on every piece of it. And you can really tell. I think it's very um, important too. those last two songs. Like we're really proud of this EP, but this is just like what you said with the whole story and the concept, how it's yeah. snippets, it's chapters like this is just like the beginning. I mean, what you hear are the last two songs. It's going to be 10 times more of that on yeah. the LP and it's just going to be yeah like way bigger and better and it's going to feel more put together. I think the full length album and yeah, and it's a very emotional song it's um it was the first song where i really got to stretch my vocals and go all over the place um the same was part two um those songs i really get to play and like kind of give people um a show of like what i'm going to be doing in our future music i think the guys got to do uh we have instrument we have like violins and we have all this big stuff that's in the song um and that's really cool we didn't hear any of that until right before we were pretty much done with the song so we had written the song been playing it and getting it locked down we hadn't heard any of the like programmed instrumentals of like Mm -hmm. the choirs and the violins and all this other stuff that's in the background we put that all in and got to hear that and it really just 
the gravity of our music that we want, the story we want to portray is very cinematic, very big, very just like we want people to feel some type of way when they hear us. And those two songs, especially it starts coming into play. Um, everything we wrote, wrote before, almost over, Spectrum, Savage, um, those songs just are. Just tell everybody the sound. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a week before the show at this point. So uh, those are the titles of our songs. Those are our first three songs. Um, you all know who almost over already, but mm-hmm. um, it's a progression. What? Almost over was um, a song almost solely written by Pat. And then my vocals being brought in and then the rest of the band learning it. Um, Spectrum was a lot of the same with a lot of big um, parts from Pat with some added parts of the new band members. Savage was a lot more Devin and Brian's music coming in to play with us um, and adding just little things there and us like putting that together. And then you hit the Zealots and that is... Nautilus. I just think as the story yeah. develops for the album, you, the the true sound of Nautilus actually is it's portrayed in every way possible at the end of the album. Everything developed into our full yeah. sound. Well, thank so. you, Ty, for telling us about that one song. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. whole album. There's, there's yeah. a Tyrell we know. Yeah. Yeah. Death of a Captain is it is my favorite song. So <laughs> it's just it is it is fantastic. It sets the stage for the character i most love in the story mm-hmm. um it's actually the death of that character obviously i mean if you are if you don't know that from the title you're i would say it really uh hits the nail on the head yeah yeah so speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah so that's that's it really got i really got to fucking go ham on it i'm really excited for it so hell yeah well this has been the tune junkies podcast my name is nick my name is chris and enjoy death of a captain by nautilus Woohoo. And that's why they call us the Wolves of the Sea. Yeah! <laughs>